thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Scattered thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Welcome to Scattered Thoughts Podcast with Jessica and Mikey. That's Jessica. And that's Mikey. And we're back. Yep. After two long weeks. It actually went by really quick. Well, we were only gone really for one week because we weren't. Well, okay, maybe it's two weeks. I'm talking about po- in podcast. Years? In podcast time. It's been two weeks. Since like, our last episode? Since our last episode. Oh, yeah, Remember, guess. we were like, bye guys, we won't see you next week, but yeah, we'll see you the, we'll following, see the following, week. following week. And why was that? I don't know why. Because, oh wait, we have to start the timer. Oh. I don't know if you noticed this, but I made it 33, but now I but realize. Are you going to clear it? You're yeah, gonna clear actually, it? how do you, we got to go back. Oh, wait. Well, I was going to make it wait, why? 30. Why did you make it 33? Because I wanted to give us extra time for fluff and setup, like, welcome to Scattered House Podcast. And then oh. I realized, wait, I could just start it after we start recording. Bam. For those who weren't around last episode two weeks ago. Jessica and I decided to time the episodes. Or were we just timing last last episode? It was just the last episode because I had a lot of work to do. And that kind of ties into where I was going earlier. Yeah. Which we'll get there. So in continuation of that same timing process, we thought it'd be kind of fun. So right here next to us, like you guys, I, I say it like you can see it, but we have a computer next to us and we go online and we have a countdown timer for T minus 30 minutes. That way you guys don't have to sit around and listen to us for a whole hour because I've been noticing like the last couple months of episodes. I mean, but it's good information. Okay, if it's good solid info, it's not bad. If it drags out yeah. and I try... But we're just busy people, so... Yeah. Yeah. But this should be a good 30 minutes because yep. we have a lot to catch up on. Yep. For example, why we missed last week's episode. Not even... We didn't really miss it. We just told we you guys. Yeah, skipped did, it. Yeah, we purposely planned to not have an episode. And that's because... Because... We were attending. Attending what? Whoa, are you okay? You want to hit the table again? Stop. That was, I wasn't, oh my gosh, that was rhetorical. I wasn't actually saying, <laughs> Why would that you? wasn't an invitation to hit the table again. <laughs> we were at NorCal Night Market. Market. You're not going to let me say any of that part? I, I'm just I kidding. Let it, I've been trying to lob these up for you to <laughs> smack out of the park. Go ahead, Jess. Tell them what that is. NorCal Night Market. NorCal Night Market is an, a, an, is a three-day food event Hosted up in Pleasanton at the Alameda County Fairgrounds. Boom. And these are the same people that coordinate the 626 Night Market in LA and OC Night Market in OC and I think the Southern California Market. markets yeah. down there, which is where it started, right? Or yeah, at least that's this where particular the, that's where it started. group it of got, people. It got, it was like super huge. And it's one of those things that everyone's like, you have to come to 626 Night Market. Like it's huge. It's huge. And so they decided, you know what, we're going to bring it up NorCal because we have a lot of people who are asking for it. And uh, this is their third time um, doing it the entire time they've been doing this, I guess. Up here in NorCal? Up, up here in NorCal. I thought this was a second. Oh, third time, third second time, year. Yeah, they did it twice year, last year. First time this year. Yeah, which I got to say is a pretty good first time good this year. turnout, yeah. So, so NorCal Night Market, or at least this kind of food fair, I always call it a food fair, I guess food market. For those who don't know, think of a farmer's market, but with less produce and healthy things for you and everyone it's just food yeah everyone has a booth and there's just tons of drinks and food and oh my gosh and it's all like a lot of it is like um different cultures fusion food too where things like get mashed up together and it's like things that you won't get like the pho tacos or like ramen burrito or yeah you know, ramen some... in a cup that you have you have to shake it something like that where it's like pretty unique and it's things that you don't just normally buy anywhere yeah um so yeah wait so why were we there we were there because we were 
Are you leaving? I'm it? lobbing it up to you. Oh, you lobbed it. <laughs> we were we fancy flavors. Jessica's business, where she bakes and sells delicious French macarons. We were there selling these macarons. delicious little treats. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, we sold out, which is amazing. We did sell out, and yeah. not because okay. I, I always argue with Jessica on this one. Just because you say selling out, or when you say that you sold out, it, it implies that you did a good job. But no, what if you only brought five macarons? Yeah, technically we sold out, but you did mm, not make true. a good amount of money. Right, so right. I don't really look at that term as a good thing. But for this specific event that we did last week, yeah, we sold out. And it was good because we brought a lot of macarons. We had a goal that we were yeah, trying we to hit. Yeah, we brought a lot. More than what was la- what we brought last time. Yeah. I don't even know what the numbers were because well, I didn't even get a chance to look at it. Yeah, last, last year when we did it twice, you know, yeah, we sold out those two, I believe, overall. Like, maybe not mm-hmm. each night you sell out, but by the end, you've sold out of all your inventory. Right. But... Last year, I had that feeling of like, oh, we could have had more, you know, like we obviously we, didn't we really sold out so quickly. Well, we didn't why. know what kind of crowd we were going to get. We yeah. didn't know how popular it was going to be. We and didn't know how many yeah. people wanted macaroons. So the first first time versus the second time, it was really questionable because a lot of people the first time around, a lot of people were unhappy with the results and where the location was. The second time, it I was think, always at the Alameda Fairgrounds, though. Yeah, but it was in a bad. In, in, in oh, a it was spot. on the dirt. It was on the field. Yeah, and so people for the second time around were waiting around to see what the, the what the audience of you know Friday night, you know, in the second location. Yeah. What what their review is, and if their review is much better, then a lot of people were going to show up. So it was kind of questionable because we're like, ooh, if they continue to have bad reviews, not a lot of people are going to show. up. Are we up. talking about this event right now? Last week. I'm talking about the the second one. The second one, which was like in the fall in of the 2018. Fall. Yeah. Anyway, so. Which I still don't think that was a big turnout crazy. because yeah. I think people were still. Um, they're, Hesitant, really. To well, come. because of how bad the first one went. It was yeah. on a field. It was super hot. It was dirty. It was dusty. There's bugs. It was everywhere. terrible. Yeah. But the bad. second one, they tried to, they moved it to the heart, the blacktop. They moved yes. it to um, an area that definitely was a lot cleaner. They did a better right. job exactly. with all the infrastructure. But. You know, unfortunately, you've just like tainted the image in everyone's head. And then Mm -hmm, all the social media blasts that went out, you know, people were putting it on Snapchat and Instagram. Like, this sucks. This is terrible. I bet, you know, I'm sure people were comparing it to SoCal and how much better they were. Yeah. So when it came to this year, I don't know. I, we saw the improvements. So I knew it was going to be good. But we still weren't sure how well um, the crowds were going to be because what if still people were just like, no, it's going to be crappy. I remember what it was like the first time. It was terrible. I don't know. We had a, it seems like we had a really good, good, there was a good turnout overall. It was pretty good. So, I mean, we did really well. So, I'm happy about that. (laughs) What did you do differently? We've never had a chance to really reflect. It's been a week. We finally, Um, you know, kind of got a chance to unwind. Well, that, well, not that you're tired from the event. You're tired because you came back and still hit the ground running. You still had orders to do and you had projects to work on. And we're, we're still trying to move into the house, which will catch everyone up. But it's a good thing, though, rather than me being like, oh, I get a whole week of just sleeping you know which would be amazing and great however that's not really productive it's like i can use my time to do other things well yeah not that you would sleep a whole week but we could argue that you should be getting a good chunk of sleep every night yeah which i don't even know if that happens i kind of do get a decent amount but six hours it's better than nothing (laughs) true i like your attitude but 
from last year to this year, what did you do differently that helped you? Like, why do, I don't know, I feel so much better this time around. I don't know, you were kind of getting mad at me, remember? Oh, no, remind me. Because I took too many orders this week, and you're like, why would you do that, blah, 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 Oh, yeah, I'd love to talk about it. And I was like, well, one, I just have a hard time saying no to people. Uh, I only say no if I'm super booked and I'm just like, yeah, there's absolutely no possible way I can do it. But this going into this last week, it really, I was like, I can, I can do it. I can pull it off. And then after reviewing all the orders, I'm like, well, I have a full week of orders on top of preparing for the night market. So yeah. that was a little bit challenging on my end. And I kind of dug myself into a hole. I mean, that's my fault. So you know, what are you going to do? I'm not against you taking orders for those listening. If it sounded confusing, what Jessica is talking about is the five to seven days leading up to the night market. I assume that Jessica would clear her schedule so that way she can focus all her guns preparing all the macaroons that are going to be needed. Do you have, do you like off the top of your head, like if you had to like guesstimate to the closest 100, how many macaroons do you think you brought? Just so people realize the amount we're talking. We're not talking oh, a couple dozen. It's probably over 3,000. 3,000. Yeah, we're yeah. not even talking hundreds. We're talking thousands of macaroons. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, I imagine that that's a process that takes a few days, you know, a few <laughs> days of yeah, hopefully yeah. uninterrupted, uh, no distractions. That's That includes me. Like, I got to get out of the way, too. That's why we put uh, the podcast on hold, because we kind of needed to focus everything we had on making the macaroons. And then, like Jessica said, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eight hours each day. No, eight hours of actually operating the booth. There's a there's a couple hours before that of setup, Just setup. and preparation. And, and then we're talking for, we're talking yeah. Pleasanton. So it's like a half hour there, half hour back, you know, right, so exactly that's if there's no traffic. So, you know, I just thought Jess would clear her schedule and help herself make it basically make it easier on herself. But then I found out you know, she was she was telling me like, oh, I'm so pu- I'm so busy. I'm so, you know, I have so much to do. And I was like, I understand right. the night market. And then she it's said, like, I, I left. Um, what was it? The week like two weeks before was Mother's Day, which I was slammed with orders the week following. I was it was a little bit easier. So I was actually able to rest and recover from Mother's Day the following week after that, which is like the week before night market, I believe if I'm doing if my calculations are correct calculations are correct that week i was slammed with orders too and you were kind of like well why don't you just start sooner why don't you just start baking oh we're gonna get there baby okay but uh, i was talking to alex about this when we took the drive up to pleasanton because we have lots of time in the car together i was just like i'm not upset that she took orders like it is good don't get me wrong You, you have a business uh, that you're trying to run, you are offering value to people. These are all individuals who were blessed that you were able to do their order. Because I don't know if they were personal orders, uh, if they were gifts for someone, if they were for parties for part- or anything. Like, yeah, you know, it was for, par- for, for parties. For parties. So that's a big deal. You're you're making a lot of people happy. And I unfortunately looked at it in the selfish way of the whole 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. You know, like 80% of your results are coming from 20% percent of your efforts. Yeah. So I looked at it as like the biggest bang for your buck. I honestly believe that Night Market was going to provide the biggest bang for your buck for right, that week, just for that week. True. I'm not saying, you know, for the month or for the mm-hmm. quarter or for the year. So I looked at it as like these little these little orders are detracting and pulling from what you can uh, make for the market. Now, I'm sure it did. I'm sure you could have made more for the market if you didn't work on these mm-hmm. guys, yeah. these, these orders. But 
we're both happy with 3000 plus macarons. We're happy with the turnout. We're mm-hmm. happy with the amount of sales you got. So I can't be, I can't be totally mad. I just, if you're looking to like really wring the, the sponge out of everything, you know, I think. Which that was me last week. Well, I wrung the sponge out on like my sleep and how much how much I can put like on yourself yeah you were like running on fumes but I just mean if you're trying to get every little little bit out of sales I think we could have focused more on that probably now yeah I was a little upset and I think I came about it I definitely came about it the wrong way because I think we had a little heated discussion I think in the kitchen while while we were figuring all this stuff out but I realized like you know what you know, I can't do anything about it. You took the orders. You're doing the orders. It's okay. Let's yeah. work on it for next time. And the thing is, like, I'm not, um, I'm not putting it on you. You know, to be like, you need to help me. I took too many orders. You need to help me. Oh now. yeah, no way. You know, no I, way. I didn't put it on anyone else. Besides the fact that I'm just like, hey, I just need you to help me with just preparing, basically. Um, you know, I put it on myself, and I knew, like, I knew what I was going to get myself into. Yeah, for the record, like Jess never, when you, when you, you're just venting, you're not complaining to me, like, why are things like this? You know, you did it to yourself and you're yeah. not mad at anyone. You're not even really no, mad I'm at yourself. I'm very fortunate that you're a just, lot of people wanted to yeah. place orders for me. It I, just happened that it fell on a, on a week that it was just insane and crazy. It and fell busy. on a crazy week of the night market. Yeah. A week after Mother's Day. And you are literally running on just a few hours of sleep every night, it seems like, to make sure that you're producing everything you need to make in time. And I think it was just, I watched as like, you just became this house of cards that I feel like could fall apart at any minute just because you have so much stress, lack of sleep. I I don't even know if you were eating very well. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, but thankfully through you have a team of great people who not only support you, but actually helped with getting all the macarons together. Darren, J. Lamb, Eugene, your aunt, Danny, um, me, my brother, Alex, like we all came together to pitch in. Maybe we could have been there a little bit sooner to help ease the stress, but you held it together. And right before the event uh, took place, we all came together. We all made sure everything was ready. And then throughout the event, you know, all those names we said, everyone was out there running the booth and helping out and Trying to take care of your customers, making sure we're providing the best experience. And I think a lot of them did enjoy it. Yeah, a lot of them based did. Based off of their comments Somebody to you. Somebody commented and was just like, yeah, like, thank you guys so much for being so patient with me and my son as we were deciding on, you know, what to choose and blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like, yeah, that's like the type of service that I want to provide for my customers. I don't want them to feel pressured or anything to be like, hello, we got to keep the line moving. Because it's like, no, everyone is special and, and you know, everyone deserves uh you know, their own time. But anyway, like taking orders, I literally, like I was thinking about this yesterday and I had to turn down two orders this week and I just feel... You turned down two orders this week when you have no big event coming up this weekend. Oh, I was booked this and week yet, though. Okay, okay. Well, Touché. okay, last week I did have to turn down a lot of orders because I was booked. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. That's good. That's nice to hear. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, I'm happy to hear that you have your limits and you understand that yeah. you're not just going to pile it on, pile it on, pile it on because you're desperate. Because the yeah. ones that I turned on this week, I felt so bad. I was like, like, oh, man. Like, Why? Is there any way Did they tell you? This is for a I wedding. Mean, these this are for like birthday. last minute ones yeah, for birthdays and celebrations and stuff. But it's like, I just feel so bad. And I'm just like, I don't want to ever like turn anyone down. It's like graduation season two. You're probably breaking the hearts of a bunch of grads out there. A lot of birthday parties happening, you know. And so it's just like, there's a lot of celebrations this month, which is yeah. really great. But again, I'm only one person. It's great so. if you can if you can make the orders for them all. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, you're just getting busier and busier. I am. And my emails are piling up now, too. Well, that's why I was trying to throw out the reverse engineering. Like, in order to figure out how much time you need, remember, I would try to ask you, like, 
well, when is, you know, the event or, you know, when is the order due? Okay. And how many days is it going to take to, you know, to bake all of it and prepare it all? Okay. Then let's just walk backwards and boom. In my mind, logically, it makes sense. But then I know you're like, okay, it's not that simple because I have a bunch of orders and sometimes Mm -hmm. multiple events going on. And sometimes I like to batch work. So then it's like, oh, if I have a bunch of different characters that Mm -hmm. are, that have a white base, like macaroon shell, then I like I want to do all of those, you know what I mean? But then that means I re- it requires more mixing colors and this, this and that. But then it's like there's like other f- easier factors and elements that go into yeah. in my plan. You're right. I, I in my fantasy world, everything just works perfectly and the same amount of work is done each day. And that's not realistically what happens. And then obviously my plan doesn't account for any setbacks or any problems or any delays, you know, so it's probably better that you have the mindset and the work ethic that you do to where you're just going to push and until it's done and mm-hmm. you're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling the best. It doesn't matter if you started late, like you're just going to go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, man, I wish I had, you know, the perfect temperature and the perfect amount of time and the perfect, I feel the best and I have the perfect amount of sleep. And so I actually admire that about you that you're able to just do it and yeah you vent about it or talk about it but you never complain about it and you just make it happen i think i just vent about it because you make me mad (laughs) you're just like why did you take so many orders and i'm just like "Uh, because i can't say no yeah i just don't like seeing you like all wound up and in pain but then ironically it's only because you i know ironically i put you in that place even more by just getting mad at you normally i'm fine like i'm like oh yeah i can just keep working Literally, if you don't bother me, if you just make me food and then like leave it, then I can just keep working. I know. know? Last week I I learned my lesson. I would come downstairs. I'd say a couple of comments. I realized I'm getting you mad. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to head back upstairs and get out of your hair. I think that was the best thing that we could do for each other and our relationship because it probably would have messed up the event. I'm already like stressed because I'm like, oh my God, I have so many things to do. And then you come down and you're just like, well, what did you (laughs) learn from this experience? Trying to give you lectures. Let's work on how we can better this in the future. And you were like, we can do that later. Like, it's funny because you you were, you're not, you're not against talking about it. You're not against trying to improve and grow, but you're like, this is not the time. You're like, let's do about, let's do this later. Like after the event, we'll be fine. It's just like, what is, what is important right now? The important thing is to, one, not to die this week for me yeah, to survive that's huge um and for me to make sure i get all the orders out for all the customers who have paid me in full for these orders that have ordered them months ago or yeah. weeks ago and are expecting this for me and on top of like preparing everything for a night market and yeah. you know so that's kind of like the priority list and then anything else is is you know secondary to that and the thing is like the night market thing too is if i wasn't able to produce everything if i had to miss a couple different flavors or different characters and guess what that's just that's just what it's going to be that's going to be secondary you know yeah you so. had you had your like priority list like s- things at the top of the list have to get done and you just go as far down as you can and mm-hmm. so i think that was great i think it was a success and yeah. with that like you got an awesome recap video done yeah. shout out to my homie neil who came out and uh filmed that for jess super like legit had like a, a gimbal and like just getting it really in it cool. man all these different People angles thought we were like so legit yeah he had I was like yeah. nice sony <laughs> and just oh it was dope i got to play with it a little bit and then on top of that you hit a new benchmark on instagram oh yes after this event what'd you get nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> no well maybe did you actually get the ten thousand i i hit over ten thousand at I the market it. or by the time you got home um 
it was a couple days ago, two, three days ago. Okay, so it was after the market. Yeah. But I think the market gave you a lot of exposure. Yeah, definitely. We kept throwing your name out there. We kept giving out business cards. Yeah. So thanks to all you guys out there. Even if you didn't have anything to do with it, we're going to give you credit anyways. 10,000 followers. I don't know if that makes a big deal to a lot of people out there. I don't That's want people crazy. to think it's just a straight I vanity a thing. swipe up now. I know. Jess was all about the swipe up. And now I'm like, I don't know even, I don't know what to swipe up. <laughs> but you have the option and you'll figure it out later. Yeah. But it's such a nice feature for businesses, Ugh, nice. for followers as they're watching your stories to be able to swipe up and it can connect to maybe mm -hmm. a website or anywhere you want to send them, which is so dope. I think it's going to be very valuable. And you've worked so hard to get there. I don't know how long I've heard you talk about trying to get to 10K and watching you go yeah. year after year, just climbing the ranks. You did great. That was part of my Q2 goals, 10,000 followers. Boom. And I hit it. Q2, Q2 doesn't end till June. The end of yeah, June. the end of June. January, February, so March, April, May, June. I already hit my goal. Of Boom. That. That's great. I can't read them all from here, but Jess has them posted on the wall. And I hit my revenue goal for Night Market, so that was amazing. That's really good. Did you like hit it? You went a little past it. It went pretty far past it. You don't have to talk yeah, specific, no. specifics, but I'm wondering, I know you have different levels of goals. What is it? You have your, good. Just, you have a good goal. Which is like, okay, if I can hit this, good. Yeah. Wow. That's the, amazing. Then the next one is the uh, better, better goal. So if I could do a little bit better, I'm going to hit this goal. Okay. I love it. <laughs> and then if I had, and then I have my best goal. So it's good, better, best. Yeah. And this would be like, oh, this is the optimal. Like if I want to, this is going to be like the best. This is Q2 super good. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. But then there's one more that and shits all over them and blows the rest out of the, the water. Oprah goal. The what? Oprah goal. Boom. Because Oprah is. Wow. Oprah is Oprah. Yeah. And so. And this is like crazy. This is like the crazy. This is like, the best goal on steroids. This is like the Mount Everest of goals where it's like, is it really possible for Probably you to do not, this? Probably not, but you. Probably not, but I'm going to put it out there. So where do you think you hit? Did you land in your good goal, your better, your best? I don't even think I, I only set one goal and I, I didn't think about it. But, so that's probably your good. But we no? did significantly better. I mean, good. I hit my, I already passed my good goal. So I, Why I guess do you I would think... say this is the Oprah goal because I never thought I would hit this goal. So You know, I was thinking about your whole system of this good, better, best, and then Oprah. Actually, I don't want to say it's your system that you coined it yeah, but no. you've heard it from i think the, ma and yeah, the mastermind group. from the mastermind group you're in and stuff i think it's a great system but i used to think like oh that's so discouraging like you have your good okay we can do that for sure you're better okay we can hit that goal your best it's like okay i can hit that if everything falls in line and then like the oprah in my mind my ignorant non-business mind i was like that's almost like discouraging because it's really high up then you're like I'm never going to make that. Like, why, why do I but even set it, that goal? It pushes you to Boom. try and make it. You know what I mean? Because, like, guess what? If you are, like, aiming for Oprah the entire time, you're going to surpass your good goal. You're going to surpass your best, your better goal and your best goal. You know? Nice. And maybe you might not hit Oprah, but maybe you hit, you You get all those other your, three. Yeah. yeah. Your best goal. And that's so. what I was missing. That's the key element I was missing. Sometimes when you're just, the, a the thing you aiming, aim at, yeah. if it's too easy, you'll get it, first of all. But the thing you aim at, a lot of the times, you know, you may not even make it. So that's why I have heard you set it super high. What is it? Aim for the moon, because if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. It's like still yeah. supposed to be amazing. Right, right. Exactly. So, so 
I think it's important to look at that and that Oprah goal. It's that, what's that thing where it's if you are allotted this much time, you're going to take up all the time in the world to, to do it. Oh, you know? I think that Parkinson's that? law. Parkinson's law. So it's the same similar situation with goal, goals. If I set one goal and I was like, this is the only goal I'm going to hit or I want to hit or whatever. You'll pretty much just work with towards Parkinson's that. Parkinson's law. Yeah, that's all I'm going to hit, you know. Yeah. But if I set like different tiers and if I'm like, ooh, if I can if I can really get the Oprah goal, that would be amazing. Then that's kind of like that's where my new Parkinson's law starts at, I guess. Yeah. For those who don't know, Parkinson's law, I don't know the exact definition, but it works kind of like this. If you were if I were to give you an assignment to do and I said, hey, get this done in seven days. I want it on my desk. You will take up all seven days to do it. You might start thinking about it the first couple days. You might start working on it the middle of the week and then you really cram at the end to get it done. Mm -hmm. But then if I said, hey, I need this done in three days on my desk, you will do it in three days. Mm -hmm. You'll spread it out throughout the three days. We pretty much fill our time. uh, We we fill our resources to match the allotted time. But it doesn't just work with time. It works with money. Mm -hmm. And this is why um, having space. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. When you have a big room, everyone's always like, oh, I don't know how I filled it up so much and how I got all this stuff. And I think it's just how we're hardwired to just fill the area, whether it's physical or it's time, you know, or whatever kind of construct it is, we just fill it. And so same thing with the, the most recent one I learned was like money. If you have all your money in one account, you see this giant number, you kind of get this feeling like we got to spend this all. Like it's my money. I worked yeah, for it. I earned it. Right. We can spend it all. It's just, I don't know. It's just how we're wired. And so by cutting that down, maybe into little, you know, little piggy banks or little accounts or just budgeting, I think that's where budgeting works. And you only allot yourself a certain amount you basically are working with your own um, human nature. You're not fighting who you are, how we're like programmed. You're going to you consume it all. It's just going to be a smaller amount. So how did we get into this Parkinson's? Goals. Oh, yeah. Goal so how does that setting. work? With, oh, goals. Yeah. yeah. So if you set a big goal, you are going to kind of just work towards that biggest mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So I admire the whole Oprah thing. Yeah. How much time do it? we have left? Five minutes. Yeah. Six minutes. Minutes-ish. What you said? Guess what? I was what? saying. Guess what? If I was aiming for Oprah and I didn't hit Oprah, then I, I would hit. Why would you ever goals. hit Oprah? I mean, I'm kidding. Josh Peck did it in. Um, <gasps> what's the? I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Uh, that, the Brothers show in the, on Nickelodeon. What was it? Nick and um, Pete and Pete. No. The Brothers it was Josh show. And what's his face? Oh, the two guys. Yeah. You know. Drake and Josh. Drake Thank and Josh. You. He hit Oprah with his car, and then Oprah gave him a, a restraining order. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so random, anyway, but yeah. it's all good. Anyway, overall, guys, I think we had an excellent night market. We're not done though. We're coming back in July. We're coming back in September. So yeah, we have two more. Yeah. I thought it was just three. Two more NorCal night markets. Three I... more Foodie Land night markets. And then so you have a lot Valley of night. Yeah, you have a lot of events coming up this year. But as far as night markets go. Um, I think it's important to kind of compare uh, your performance uh, to the closest thing. So Mm -hmm. night markets are going to be comparable because it's all done at the same location. It's Mm -hmm. all run with the same people, all that. Silicon Valley Comic Con, yeah, we'll be able to kind of, we'll see what our results are for that. But it's going to, I don't think you can directly compare it to a a NorCal night market. No, I can compare that to last year's. So that's why I think for the next NorCal night market in in July, we have two months or maybe just under two months. we got to kind of convene mm-hmm. and figure out what could we do better what different i know you have a lot of ideas stirring in your head you've i mean you talked about so many we didn't even get a chance to do, do all of them yeah, but oh my gosh thinking so about it on. yeah thinking about it i feel like you're just gonna come back stronger bigger better we're gonna do better always raise the bar 
Connor, my coworker, uh, he will not be happy if I don't ask you this question. Oh, okay. But he I'm sent me a now. Would You Rather. Okay. He loves this game. Loves it. Like he's always sending it to me and to a group of friends and coworkers we have. So here it is. Are you ready, Jessica Bond? Would you rather never watch TV again or never listen to music again? I know, so I was kidding. Don't take your time. Hurry the f*** up. No TV, no music, no TV, no music. I know, I'm going to give you an answer. You wouldn't hear it. No more more high school musical. It would just look like people moving around, mouthing it. (laughs) I don't know. You're getting really deep into it. I'm going to go with, can I give my answer? You're going to say no TV shows. How did you know? I know you. Why would you say? Why Why would I say that? Because you love music. I love it so much. I need it. Like, I have to have it. It's just... It's yeah, a, you listen to it at night. You can't listen to I a TV like, show and fall asleep. Yeah, that would just awake. keep me too engaged. And these are TV shows. Wait, did I ask TV show or TV? Because TV shows... I think I asked TV. TV. So that's sports. Goodbye hockey. Goodbye sharks. You know, I love that. That's any kind of like series and stuff. But my argument would be, what about Netflix? I watch on my computer. That's not a TV. See, I consider that like a TV show. I know. That's part of the thing. Damn, that makes us really. Okay. Even if movies don't count then. So you just can't watch at the theaters. That's not TV. Well, okay, on a computer. On a, too, like, le- le- I'm trying. You have to with these things. You should see when it's me and Connor get together, we throw all these oh, okay, and we okay, ask okay. each other, like, does this count? What about this? Da, 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 da. I know we get way so too movie into theaters, it. Anything on Netflix and whatever. Anything that's TV show or movie related. On, on a computer. On is a computer. Okay. No, that's not OK. All of it's gone. I would all still choose. Gone. I would still Any choose to keep. Any type of cinema type of whatever. Is I think gone. I would still choose to keep music. Because does that mean if you go to a concert, you know what I mean? Like, True. Or does It'll it just mean fun, right? in headphones, listen to music, radio, podcast? Like that counts kind of as auditory yeah. entertainment. So I'm going to go with keep music. I would say keep music. TV would probably just rot my mind. TV no, shows, but then that's, that means all YouTube, right, is gone. Yeah, I would say it's all gone. Th- that's like my huge source of learning uh, you have, and entertainment. You have, uh, I don't know. Books. Books. Yay. What's the? Let me know when Peter McKinnon writes a book and then I'll start reading more books. Yeah, okay, sure. Anything else you want to talk about? Because we are quickly running out of time. No. How's the house been? Good. How has the house when, been? <laughs> I think it's a great. Wait, when's the last time you've been to the house? Uh, last uh-huh. week because then I had to let the cement people in. Boom. So, so we had we got our new driveway poured. Um, they did a whole new cement and they stamped it all pretty and nice. And then your dad ended up doing... Uh, he ended up painting the outside of the house after I power washed it. So right. we know all that. But the biggest thing is... Um, the house is, is ready, guys. Like, we can move in. And we the, have Wi-Fi there. Yeah, we, we set up Wi-Fi with Comcast, which I know is going to be expensive, but I feel like they're going to have the best service. Right. So we're good. We're connected to the interwebs. And then we went and ordered our bed. Mm-hmm. So we got that yeah. coming next week. We have a couple things packed up and ready to go. A few boxes are there. I, I just went to Ikea today. I feel like an adult. Like, not only have I gone to Ikea to buy things, but I went on my own. Jessica was busy, and I went. Almost got lost several times. <laughs> I think I cried once. Once, just, but I survived. It's, it's okay. It took two Wait, hours. So is John living there now? Officially? Like I haven't officially seen him there? or his stuff. So oh, Jessica's okay. cousin, John, is going to be staying with us. And uh, he is moving his stuff in as well, while we are too. The The weird thing is, I guess it's funny, I don't think it's weird, is that John's going to get his bed there 
before us. So he'll probably be spending the night there before we do, okay. which I think is funny. But if they're ghosts, they'll attack him instead of us. So maybe it's a good thing. They'll attack him. Yeah. They'll take his body. Well, are they like demon ghosts or something? We won't know. But at least we don't have to find out. John will let us know. We'll find out when we're... Oh, my in. dear Lord. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. Holy crap. This timer really works. I don't Why even know how loud? to... Stop. Well, it's to tell you that your time is up for the episode. But wrapping it up... Oh, my gosh. There was this dude at Ikea. Maybe so you can't I, talk about it. You have to talk about it next time. Oh, next time? I'm just kidding. Just say <laughs> it. So I went to Ikea to get all this, like, furniture and stuff. Well, I wanted to get this giant countertop to build my desk out of. But, no, you can't just pick that up in their giant warehouse. You have to go to the furniture pickup and do that. So I went over there after placing my order on the computer. And guess there's one gentleman at the counter, but he's, like, four or five feet back on a computer and he's like looking at a screen and I walk up to the counter where it says, please, you know, wait here um, for your furniture. And so I was like, "Uh, excuse me. And he kind of like, I don't know, he does, he does this little shift and I was just like, but he doesn't look at me. He doesn't say, hold on, please. Nothing. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, maybe, okay, maybe I didn't say it loud enough. And now I'm embarrassed because I was like, great. These people behind me probably heard me. So I was like, excuse me. The dude doesn't even move. He just gives me one of these. He gives me a finger, but like one minute, please. Like I, I threw in the please in my mind. He doesn't look away. You Okay, you're He's me. Just like- you're me, right? He's on the computer like this. No, no emotion. And I was like, what an asshole. And then he finally comes up to me super slow. Like he hates his job. Maybe that's why he was being an asshole. Maybe. And he was just like, yeah. And I was like. Uh, is this where I go to pick up my furniture? And we finally got through it. He's like, yeah, it'll be ready in like five minutes. I was like, cool, I'm going to run this down to the car and I'll be right back because I had all my, all this stuff, right? And he was just like, okay, you have up to 10 hours. And I was just like, okay. He's like, and then he goes back to the computer. I was like, what? Did it? He reminded me of um, Wilson. But if Wilson what? was a dick, <laughs> like he just looked like him. And I was just like, oh, I was like getting upset. But I think it's because I've just been spoiled by Trader Joe's. I think they've just like ruined me customer with customer yeah. service. And I'm not, I mean, I can't sit here and pretend right. like I, we always give the best customer service. But this dude was just like, it was terrible. So when I came back. They're not known for their customer service. They're known not. for their furniture. And their Swedish meatballs. Gosh. If I, you want excellence, excellence customer services, go you to should go fancy to. Fancy Flavors. Okay, well, yeah. Fancy Flavors is one of them. You should also <laughs> go to Trader Joe's and Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is number one in customer service. I still refuse to go. Okay, so the thing with Chick-fil-A is, yeah, they, they have um, a really they, bad reputation for... For not hiring a certain demographic right. However, of people. However, uh, Janelle and Eddie talked about this, about how Chick-fil-A has hired um, people, like PR people, millions of dollars to take care of this issue because it wasn't their intention to not hire these specific people. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think um, somebody maybe said something about it. Maybe they just like were passing judgment and then Chick-fil-A went under the fire for all these things. So there's Janelle and Eddie you were mean, saying... Like it was a rumor. It was a rumor. A bad yeah. rumor that spread. Yeah. And so what Janelle and Eddie were saying was, is that like, no, Chick-fil-A doesn't um they don't it's not like they don't discriminate or anything like that it's that they are very religious you know like they're very like christian and pass on a lot of their christian beliefs and i think people took it the wrong way and took it as like well they don't hire gay people they don't hire this man you know whatever and so now they are they have a huge like hugely bad reputation for that and anyway so that's the whole thing yeah i don't know i'm like this much closer to wanting to go there and try their food because i hear i have delicious chicken but they have and they have excellent uh, customer service so 
Maybe I should do more research on this rumor because if it's true, I don't want to support him. But then if it's not true, then I want to try the sandwich. I still haven't been to Chick-fil-A this, to this day. I'm 31 years old. Am I missing out? I Listeners, mean, Jessica, am I missing out? I don't know. Future Mikey, if you're listening to this, was the chicken that good? Because I'm sure you've cracked by now and you've eaten that chicken. Anyway, I was, <laughs> was going to cuss it myself, but I don't know why. <laughs> so, yeah, Ikea, we're doing it. We're filling up this house. We have a housewarming party in June. You guys are can we, come. I was like, are we telling you guys people can come. when? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't even say it because like, you guys don't know the address and you don't know what day, what day? or time. You just have to guess. But figure Show it out. Show up at every single house. Listen just to the kidding. rumors and then you'll find it. <laughs> but thank you guys for hanging out. Do you have any? I know. I didn't forget. Do you have one? Yeah. Thank Let's you so go. much. Last week for helping me out with uh, the night market. I really appreciate that because I totally would not be able to do it without you. And of course, with everyone else, because you have like really amazing customer service, which really helps. I'm TJ's. Uh, yeah. Or Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I've never worked for Chick Fil A. And uh, well, I mean, you're a Christian, so maybe you this did. Is true. You are also a white male, so <laughs> is that what they no, tend to hire? Kidding. Oh my gosh, these are how the rumors <laughs> start. Look at you! You're t- you're the one who started them. You're terrible. Oh, no, I've been Trader We're Joe's. We're gonna get demonetized now. <laughs> Trader Joe's trained uh, like we've been monetized at all. I am Trader Joe's trained, so I bring that aspect to your yeah, business. I'm so glad. I'm glad I could help. That and thanks for helping yeah. out a lot with the house, especially uh, this week since I wasn't able to do everything it's okay anything so. yeah no problem i appreciate it i'm glad you appreciate so it there is something i wanted to want to appreciate so i feel like you've done something for me at the house i do everything for you what 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 have you done reset that oh, i think oh i think oh it was it was no you said it earlier it was the cement. whole the yeah the guys with the oh. cement so i got busy i'm pretty sure i was like at work or i was just doing other things you i had stuff going on work. and the great thing about uh, the new house now that it's done is that the driveway is good to go and it looks beautiful. But before then, it was kind of a hassle because it seemed like the people, the small team that was working on a driveway would show up at random Whenever times. They want, basically. Maybe your dad Whenever knew about it and want. he didn't communicate it to us or maybe he didn't even know. These guys would literally show up and they're like, hey, yeah, we need access to the garage. We need to yeah. uh, do this. And they would call me and be like, hey, um, where are you? Because Yeah, you we don't live at this new house yet. So <laughs> it's not like we can just walk outside and be like, yeah, let me open the garage. No, when he calls us, we're miles away at you know where we live now or I was at work at the time and they're like, hey, we need you guys to come over. I forget. Open in the garage so we can have access to do stuff and i'm like yeah kind of stressed and especially because this was the week of the night market and i'm sh- i'm still trying to get my work done and i was just like oh my gosh and i think i told you i don't even know if i asked you which i apologize now in hindsight but i'm pretty sure i said babe they need access to the garage can you just go over there and open the door for them and like help them with whatever they need i'm really sorry for you know that this is such an inconvenience but um, I'm busy at work and this and that and you like with everything going on you could have easily just said no I can't you know what I mean like that's on you babe you go do it or those guys aren't getting in but you just said uh yeah I don't even know if you said yeah you're just like that's what they need okay and then you just handled it like you went over there while you're trying to juggle all of your orders and preparing for the night market and everything so because of you and your selfless deed the guys were able to go so there selfless lay the cement, stamp it, get it done, and now we are one step closer to our new home, New home, which I'm super excited about. So thank you for being a part of it. I know, you know, you may not feel like 
you're there all the time working on the house, but you're there in the clutch moments and those key times that I do need you. You don't you don't complain and you just you put in your your effort too. So I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks, babe. Love you. Love you too. Alrighty, guys. That wraps up. Our we will catch you. Yeah, this week's episode. episode. So are we coming back in two weeks or one week or we don't know? I don't know. I'm assuming we're coming back next week. But yeah, then but I feel like next week's gonna be a big moving day. So moving week. So moving okay, week. if we don't come so. back next week, it's because we're busy moving, and we'll be back in two weeks to catch you up on everything. Yep. If we manage to squeak in an episode, which will most likely be from our new house, maybe not yet, you will hear from us next week. So it's a mystery. We don't know. Ooh, after this room empties out, we should do one last podcast episode. In this empty room, empty shell of a room, it'll be super echoey. All of be so sad. But yeah, sounds good. So maybe next week or two weeks from now, it'll be in this empty shell of a room. Yep. Anyway. Sounds good. Peace, guys. You guys take Keep care. Keep it scattered. Keep it scattered. And we'll see you next week.